My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. I'm Sky. And today is another fun K-pop episode. So, to kick this off, what's everyone been listening to this week? I've been mostly just listening to easy, like, our mixes that we already have up and um, On Spotify. whatever Spotify, like, suggests to me, you know, the, like, the Discovery Weekly and yeah. the whatever release radars. Most of it's been crap, but I'm like, yeah, some of it's been good. Nothing that's, like, really stood out, like, this is a new thing. I don't know. I uh, just yesterday, as of this recording, not yesterday as of this posting, (laughs) 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 uh, started a uh, playlist of my own, what I've been listening to, my multi-week playlist of 10 songs per week. As always, Taman is on there, but not the one you would think. I actually (laughs) didn't go with one of his sexy numbers. Uh, I went with, yeah, I went with something off his Japanese album uh, called Holy Water, which is like the best song ever. So good. And then, you know, some Monster X, uh, the SF9's new comeback CD, uh, you know, stuff. Some Dreamcatcher, just for, uh, uh, Are you getting into them more? I like them. Like, I I didn't, like, not like them. It's just, I, I don't know. I sort of, I like. Even in non-K-pop world, I kind of like male singers better than female singers. Not like from like a personality thing. I just like male voices. Yeah, I've been listening to Dreamcatcher, especially because they did their comeback with their song, and I really like their song. So it's 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 been nice. Um, Also, Park Jung Min, who is part of, I guess still Double S Five Hundred One is still around, I guess. But uh, he came out with a new song in the middle of February. And it's really good, especially because I really love Pop Jung Min has like a solo um, solo album and like a kind of soul persona um, in Japan called Romeo. And Ooh. this song, he actually is uh, kind of promoting it under his name and the Romeo name. Huh. So like one of my oh. dreams since he's been um, he's come out of the military is for him to start doing Japanese stuff again. So this might be like a hint towards it. It's pretty cool. It's a uh, kind of got a. Um, like an 80s club vibe, kind of like a Taman like song. It's Ooh. called XTC. It's good. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I think I heard that one. I think uh, Spotify put that on my radar. I think it's good. It is good. I, I really like it. I, I thought it was really good. It's also kind of just like it fits him too because mm-hmm. some of the double S501 stuff is not really him. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a good, it's a good solo. Um. I'm lame. I keep listening to ATs and Astro over and over again because I'm trying to memorize stuff. So oh, just memorize. All you need to do is memorize the fan chants and you're That's fine. true. Yeah, I haven't even started that. I got the whole other kettle. <laughs> I know that ATs, they said they hope that people will be singing along with a couple of their songs. So grasping Korean enough to at least get the chorus down for stuff is kind of different. So. Yeah. Yell out the English English phrases as loud as you can. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yay, English! <laughs> say <Otherwise. laughs> yeah, say your name, I know. I'm good. Call him! You need to know. Yeah. Upset, <laughs> if that's all I need to know. So that's got to be really cool for them when they're coming to look over here that they actually hear 
yeah people sing in their native language that's got to be actually like probably the coolest part about coming over to a different country is hearing their actual language being spoken by people who can't speak it yeah Mm -hmm. so that's why I feel like I'm supposed to study for both (laughs) groups like oh I'm supposed to know words hmm because I mean of course I kind of sing along to the English but I need to actually stare at the lyrics and stuff and you need to know these things because you're going to Oh, what a journey it was. (laughs) (laughs) I I did buy the AT's ticket by myself, so I didn't put everyone through that chaos. You're welcome. (laughs) We would have helped. The reason reason I did that is I honestly didn't think it was going to sell out as fast as it did. If I did know that it was going to sell out in like two minutes, I probably would have had someone else involved. (laughs) Yeah, but you did it. You succeeded. That's all that matters. Well, so the story there, uh, they were in one venue, and I got a pre-sale on that because my music tasted a pre-sale. And so it's pretty much VIP, which was super expensive. And it was all standing. It was VIP versus just general admission. So I was going to try for VIP, but that didn't work. So I just got general admission. I wasn't looking forward to standing and being by myself and getting pushed around. So then when they changed venues because they sold so many tickets, they opened up the balcony and so then I tried and I got one balcony ticket. So then I nice. sold my standing ticket to someone who wanted it. And that way I can be old and sit down. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the way to be. Listen, you want to enjoy the show. You're not there to mosh pit. You're there to just watch well, some good times. Fr- from experience at American concerts, I mean, I've, I've been to a lot of standing concerts before, but you got to be there with somebody else. Like, yeah. if you go to the bathroom... And if you're in standing and you're by yourself, that's too bad. Like, you're not yeah. going to get your spot yeah. again. So, just logistically. Um, So, the AT's thing got straightened out Oh, a while back. Like, that was last month. Mm. Uh, the entertainment company that's doing Astro stuff, they drag, they drag their feet for... Oh, my God. For too after. long. And too in long. the meantime, I had already gotten plane tickets, which is actually really stupid. Don't do that. Hey, <laughs> hey it worked out. It worked out. So it worked fine. out, but... If it had sold out, that would have been not cool. I had already done that once last year with BTS stuff, so I should have learned my lesson, but whatever. But it's your group. You're right. Going. I was like, I'm going. I will find tickets. Also, like, you know, Astro's popular, but they're not BTS popular. We had a bit bit more time. Get in there and try to get those tickets. Right. But, like, oh I, I honestly don't know if they're even sold out now. I mean, they might not be. I know that the venue that so I'm going to go to Dallas. The venue for that, they're not even opening up the balcony, which I figured maybe if they sold out, they would do that for more money. But, mm, yeah. We'll see. That was a weird website. It was. <laughs> a bizarre, a bizarre so, way. I'm not going to get into all of the ins and outs of ticketing in general, but I hate the big ticketing websites. I really, really oh do. Oh my God, nightmares. Ticketing, Ticketmaster and Axis suck like i really really don't like them the, and the fact reasons they had, they're the fact that they had the uh the high touch and the group photo tickets in a different place that you was very easy to miss so we missed it so it was very frustrating that because we were all okay let's back up jesse <laughs> and natalia and my husband helped me try to get astro tickets because i was parent. <laughs> Tried to help you is the operative word. so hard. <laughs> and so when we all stared at the website and the website finally opened for tickets, it did not show the the VIP stuff. Yeah. I had 
I had already looked at kind of how that would maybe be in a separate spot. It did not show up. So to me, that indicated they were going to have it in the normal ticket section. So then when we got to the normal ticket section, it looked like it was already sold out, which could happen. That's the way tickets work. So I just (laughs) assumed that was what happened. Um, No, come to find out over in some other section. It was yeah. You had to like scroll down more and then click a new button. Like, oh, unless you were in Canada, because if you were in Canada, uh, it just wouldn't load. Like, you would click the <laughs> button and it would bring up the page like it was gonna load where the seats were, but it would just be blank. And then I just stared at it like, well, I'm useless in this. <laughs> <laughs> and we're and we're messaging each other. They're trying to help me, and it was very very nice of them. But it was also really, like, dumb the way it, do- it does things. It's like yeah. you had to pick the seats, and then you had to click another button, and then it would tell you that those seats weren't available. But they'd yeah. still have them, like, green or whatever, yeah. that they were available. So you were literally just picking seats and then clicking. And then it says no. And you're like, okay, picking seats, clicking. And, and then if like, you want to refresh the page to see, like, okay, I guess those seats aren't there anymore, then, because there's so many people using the website at the same time, it doesn't load. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's not good. Genius. Genius. So then when so then when you finally find seats in an acceptable section, you buy them because you're paranoid. Like Yeah. Yeah. The fact that you're yeah. even able to hold these things into your cart, you're like, ooh, good. I better buy them. And you and have five minutes. And there's also a ticket clock. There's yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Not to just Restful. decide if you want the tickets, but to completely finish yeah. the purchase. You, yeah, like to putting finish in your information, in you're like, your oh, credit gosh. card information, <laughs> your address, like everything you need. They give you five minutes and it counts down constantly. And then Just to like even figure out you. the type of ticket you want. So for those types of, for the normal tickets, there was either flash seats, which is just digital on your phone, which makes me mm-hmm. kind of paranoid. And then there's will call, which would be at the venue. At least it wouldn't get lost in the mail or be confusing on phones. So I was like, well, I'll do will call. So then when I figure out the stupid high touch thing, and then I was actually able to get high touch tickets in my cart, I had already bought appropriate tickets. And I was thinking you can't transfer them. Like the the lingo makes it sound like you're stuck, especially if you have will call tickets, because... Mm. If you had digital, you could transfer them to somebody if they let you, which I couldn't figure out if they would or not. But will call, you're pretty much screwed. You'd have to go there and stand there and hawk them to somebody. And there's no way I'm going to yeah. play that game. Because it's expensive. It's not like it was... Yeah, it's not like 10 bucks. It's yeah. like 100 bucks. So Well, and the fees they tack on. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. The fact that you're just on the website, the web convenience fee... Yeah, the, t- the only the way to buy... I want to point out... Not it's not convenient. It's very inconvenient, <laughs> and it's the only way to buy tickets. That, like, right. there's not like, like there's alternative. So saying it's like, oh, this web convenience fee. No, that's just bullshit. Because this is the only way that you can purchase tickets legally. <laughs> like, right. So have a facility fee, which is like maybe under ten dollars, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine. It's like tax, whatever. Yeah, and then. Here's like a $41 convenience fee for using the web. What? Like, I don't understand. You know, like, if they're going to pull some bullshit like this, like, five bucks, yeah, okay, like. Yeah, whatever. Even ten. Whatever. $41 is just highway robbery. It's not even like you could have gone to the venue and, like, stood in line. (laughs) Like, there's no option. No, you, this is, 
this is robbery is what it is. It's shenanigans and robbery. So pretty much I stressed out <laughs> Natalia and Jesse because they Oh helped. my god, I was just stressed out because it wouldn't load and I'm like, oh my god, like what if she has to get tickets and it just wouldn't load for me and it's my fault. <laughs> and then Amanda oh. was vicariously stressed out because she was just watching our <laughs> chat like, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> but like if I have one one advice to someone uh buying these tickets, one get a friend to help, but the second one is pre-type out all of your information in yeah. like notepad to just copy and paste okay. in so you don't have to type everything yeah, yeah like ticking my, clock is less stressful like my browser for when it comes to shipping information for my mm-hmm. typical websites like amazon or whatever it already knows all my addresses so once mm-hmm. i type in my name it's like hey do you want to fill in your stuff sure so it was pretty easy mm-hmm. yeah but, but like in the sense like if your friend's helping you or whatever like, so, like yeah. this instance I was thinking originally, oh, I'll just PayPal money and pay, you know, PayPal's all friendly, whatever. But come to find out it was just credit card stuff. So I had to have that ready in case I needed to send that over. So, yeah. And look and see if you can transfer things or refund things, which I had already looked at, but it's confusing. So, yeah, Uh, like there's a whole story there about ticketing and how they purposely resale things within their own company. But like, we're not going to do all that. Yeah. that's, that's, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> but well, in the end, Sky got both of her yes. tickets. So hey. And I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say this for record. I haven't been to a K-pop concert before, so it's going to be different. I am I'm a typical American K-pop, not American K-pop, American concert attendee. So, I mean, that's not going to be different for me. But, but how different. how the concert be different? Like, what's going to... You'll have to report and back. I Tell usually don't go different. to bigger cities either, so that'll be different, too. So now do we want to play a game? Yeah, let's do sure. it. There's, like, a bazillion version... Okay. The episode is 2 p.m. We're going to be talking about 2 p.m. <laughs> Did we, we even didn't say that? introduce that. We never introduced the <laughs> fact that we're focusing the second half of this episode on 2 p.m. mostly. Professional. A, if you've yeah, never heard of 2 p.m., why not? <laughs> you should. You probably have, actually. Yes. You have probably had and didn't realize you had. And especially you've probably if you watched watch, dramas. Yeah. You've watched most uh, yeah, of the numbers. If you're here from, from drama land, then you've probably watched you've, you've several of their members doing it. I mean, June Ho has been, been in, in like a billion been in stuff. And, and, so, been a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. 2 p.m. fans <laughs> under JYP. And it's pretty obvious when you see their music videos and listen to their songs that they are a band. Well, that, especially the like, older ones. JYP. Yes, JYP. <laughs> no, like, even, like, the vibe of a lot of their videos, you're like, yep, JYP. JYP. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but they have one song called Go Crazy, and there's, like, a billion versions of this song. For or some like reason. five, but, you know, whatever. That's- quite a few versions for one song like quite a few yes well like june k did write the song so like it is a member written song so i that's probably what has stemmed all these remixes because the person who actually wrote it is like available to do more stuff Mm -hmm. Mm. so three of the versions are just kind of uh music video based differences Mm -hmm. audio wise it's the same so you have the regular korean version the party Korean version mm. and then the dance practice, but as far as audio, it's all the same stuff. 
Mm-hmm. The visual then have, then you have the Japanese audio version, which I is it just the party version for that music video? Is that yeah. The yeah. And then different audio ones you have remixes, boy toy boy toy crazy, boy toy vibe, and I have no clue how to say this one. DJ Ner versus Fingas remix. Sure. Yeah. DJ Nur versus So the question is, which version is your favorite? I like the Japanese party version. Solid like. choice. Mm-hmm. Nice sort of has a nice club vibe that I'm into. Like yeah. I, I would definitely like go running to that song. Mm. I like the the vibe mix, the vibe remix. I just mm-hmm. like the way it sounds. I like the I don't know. I'm I just yeah. I like the regular, like the original version too, mm. but of the remixes, the vibe one is definitely my favorite. Mm. Yeah. I also enjoy the Japanese version, but if I were to pick a video, their dance practice video is my Yeah, it's favorite. hilarious. I like the dance and practice And almost video. all of their dance practices are like that. They're just they're weird, very, crazy. They're just and chaotic. Like, yeah. Chaotic. It's what I kind of like about it. start off their... like a good like spot, and then it just like it falls apart. But like in a fun way, not in like oh. they're bad at dancing way, but they're <laughs> no. just like, they're just fucking around kind of. I think video-wise, I think my favorite is the dance practice, too. Um, audio-wise, I do like just the original one. But I've, I've also... I think it's one of the first 2PM songs I ever heard, so I guess I might just be used to it. First, I think it's just fun. The first 2PM song I ever heard was, Can you hear my heart? <laughs> <laughs> it's waiting for you! <laughs> do, you do you need to reenact the whole thing? Go for it. No, no, no. <laughs> So our second game, and Jesse's going to, I'm asking Jesse to give a small, <laughs> simple rundown, because I have watched a lot of the variety shows and stuff of 2pm, but I'm still struggling to get, like, personalities down for everybody, because often it's just, they're all being chaotic together, and I'm going, okay, mm-hmm. like, as far as me figuring out mm-hmm. how and they're different. You know what, here's the problem with 2pm, they've been around for so long that they yeah. kind of, just like super junior where it's just like they know each other and like they're super comfortable with each other so their personalities are just chaotic crazy but i thought for this the game that we're uh, that we're talking about is uh to try to figure out who which member is most like each person on this podcast Mm. but we don't have to like be super picky about it like you can just base it on your like even limited knowledge even if you've only seen the music video it's just kind of figure out who might be closest i'm gonna say for myself (laughs) you're who i'm gonna go chansung i think i feel i don't know maybe you feel chansung do you i just i feel the vibe i feel the vibe (laughs) i feel like i feel like we're vibing on like the same frequency him Mm. and i Mm. I think I would pick Jun K for you. Oh? Yeah. Do tell. Do tell. I don't know. Like, he's does this, like, kind of serious thing, but then, like, can flip it really fast, and you do yeah, that that's sometimes. Yeah, that all the time. So, <laughs> that's where I was going. Like, the, the fake, a little the bit like... straight man comedy. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think you are, Jesse? Since you're the one that probably has the best handle on this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, like, probably closest, like, in between Chansung and Wu Young. Because they're both kind of like the quieter mm. members, but also 
Yeah, he's such face. a little cutie. I love his little face. I know. He's, <laughs> <a dog. laughs> he's so little. It's so funny. I'll think that like him and Junho are like really little, and then I looked up how tall they were. I'm like, never mind. They're still taller than me, so I can't say yeah. that. <laughs> like, look at just comparatively, because they the other members. Yeah. Right. They, they look well, small. It's like. It's like in Seventeen, like how short Woozy looks. He's taller than me. I just looked up his height today. He is. How tall and is he? I was like, oh, he's five foot five. I'm five foot three. He's taller than he's I am. He's like three? He's, he's yeah, shorter I'm, than I'm me. A, I'm a little shrimp. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I'm five eight and a half. He's tiny. I'm little. <laughs> am I, I'm the littlest on this planet. No, I'm five three also. Oh, yes. Canada Love Island. <laughs> Your feet are tiny. Well, height-wise, anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I don't think I know their personalities well yeah. enough to, like... Like, I mostly just know them from their dramas, right? And then, yeah. like, I've been listening to the music, but I haven't really been watching the videos. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. like, it's almost like they're too totally separate entities to yeah. me you know it's like their voices and then yeah. like who they are in their dramas and and you know the yeah, odd I've, I've seen them like on, on a couple variety shows mm. and from what I know is they're all very athletic yes they want to win not me either uh, well, I'm but, trying to think. I would probably like put like someone like Junho on y- Amanda just because he's got he's like kind of like the like least crazy of the group, and I feel like you tend to be like the <laughs> least crazy <laughs> because if you so true. our so group chats are so nuts if Amanda's not there, <laughs> like we we just badness so quickly without supervision yeah. it's just really bad and we're already at a level that's like considered crazy and then like amanda leaves and then we're like crazy an episode of this without amanda it would be chaos it would just be your chaos <laughs> she's the one who writes the everything she in. has a calendar that she looks at for us like <laughs> But you're also like Junho also like his he's playful and does a lot of bunch of different things. So we're not saying you're boring. We're saying No. Uh, I mean I love every member of 2 p.m. So like you're he's not gonna be a bad person. So I I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> now Sky. Hmm. Am I Wu Young? You might I kinda be. think you are. <laughs> you won. <laughs> so adorable. So in this case, I'm the tall, cute one. Mind you, it's pretty bold of me to call you the cute one while I'm sitting here in a Care Bear onesie with a Chihuahua. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know, the towering stature of (laughs) (laughs) 5'3". I'm the little cute one. (laughs) Yeah, but as far as like uh, typing persona or whatever you want to say, like online. Yeah, it's true. Typey types. Typing persona. I'm the the sassy, inappropriate aunt that you don't invite to dinner with children. Just <laughs> <laughs> ready for just something to go down. <laughs> you might be close. I could also see you as tech a little bit. He's crazy. He's just like off the wall crazy. That's why his ears are so big. They need to expand to like hold all of 
<laughs> now, Tag is my favorite member of 2PM. And we've joked about this before with me and him. Is that when I first encountered him, I was like, really? Like, yeah, he's supposed to be a hot celebrity? Like, are you kidding me? But then the longer that you watch him, you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm into this. I just always remember in Bring It On Ghost, there's the scene where she's like super drunk and she like the, the ghost is super drunk and she's like piggybacking him and smushing his face. And she's like grabbing his ears and his cheeks and stuff. And she's like, why are you so ugly? Why are you so pretty? And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's the question we ask ourselves with him. I always like when you see like celebrities, especially in a place as homogenous as Korea, which has such like high, you know, sort of conformity beauty standards Mm -hmm. when there's someone who does look different. And we know that Jesse's bias is definitely Chan Sung. Oh, Jesse. What? No. No. (laughs) No. Really? Surprise, guys. Guess what? (laughs) Didn't you sure? Did. Like, <laughs> have I you thought about this that before? Like, <laughs> he's hot. I don't know. I probably <laughs> like it's all in my own I basically just know them from the dramas, right? If you'd have asked me like two years ago, I would have said it was Taekyung because he was basically all I knew. And then, um, up until even like six months ago, Junho, and it, he's still maybe like but then um I think just in the last little bit like Chan Sung's just made this like little dark horse uh attempt at winning me over what I like uh, what I like about him especially his drama roles he he sort of like picks really weird characters and I am to that like his characters are always like like, there's always something a little off about his characters. <laughs> like, just, and it's yeah, not, it's it's not even in the same ways. Like, they're, they're always a little yeah. off in different ways. Like, yeah. it's always a unique bizarre. But uh, he was pretty much the best part of uh, uh, Miss Temper and Nam Gung Ji. Uh, My Horrible Boss is what it's called oh. on Netflix. Oh. <laughs> he was a delight in that. But uh, I really enjoyed him in Secretary Kim. Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. Just, his character was, was so like, yeah. and annoying, but what, what I liked about what I liked about his character arc in that show is that at first you're like, this man is just such a friggin' weirdo. Like you're like, <laughs> why? Like you know, this is ridiculous. And then you find out his, of course, sad backstory, and you're like, damn it, it all makes sense now. And now oh, I like you. Now I feel yeah. bad for being annoyed at him earlier. Like, oh yeah, yeah. And it was nice that they explored that. Like, yeah, that they went that far with that character, yeah. kind of surprising. Yeah, and he had a well, very, think, me too. Very small, a very small role as a bad dude on Suspicious Partners. Very, very yeah. small because he gets ganked very early. <laughs> and I don't even remember. He was he was her boyfriend who gets killed in the apartment. Don't tell oh, Jesse these things. I already know that part. Okay. The first thing I don't know the part. That happens on the show. <laughs> That's not a spoiler. That was in like show like synopsis. <laughs> bit part. Now bit it's part. a pretty big part because then they have a lot of flashbacks and stuff. I mean, yes. And he's definitely in that one episode a lot. 
Yes. He's in that first episode quite a bit, but then <laughs> I... <laughs> it doesn't count as a spoiler if it happens in the first two episodes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to clarify, the reason I'm saying that about Jesse, we just this evening were talking about watching it together. How I've betrayed you all. You have betrayed us. We made plans in that rabbit chat. Listen, as I okay, so this what they're all making fun of me for is that we said we were gonna watch it because Jesse's the only one who hasn't seen it. So we said we were gonna watch it with her and grab it. And then I went and rewatched it by myself. But jerk. <laughs> but this does not mean that I am not willing to rewatch it again. Re rewatch it. This does not bother me. I like the show. It's just the I principle of it. the matter. You watched it without us. You know what? I, I can't. I don't even have a leg to stand on because my husband watched the. We had watched the entire last season except for the last episode of Daredevil together. And then while I was recording a podcast, Ooh. he watched the last episode without me. Ooh. And I still haven't seen the last episode because I was so upset. <laughs> <laughs> and then you turned around. Yeah, I did it. And I'm a Okay, well, back to 2 p.m. That's what we're actually <laughs> supposed to talk about. Uh, oh, boy. It's funny for me because I I don't think I've ever really listened to 2 p.m. before this, like, past month mm. prepping for this. And I don't know, like, the songs of theirs that I like, I really, really, really like. Mm-hmm. And then the stuff I don't like, I don't like. Like, yeah. there's no sort of in-between for me. There's no sort of, like, like... I don't hate the stuff. It's just sort of meh. It's yeah. like, you know, probably 50, 60% of it is sort of like, yeah, yeah it's okay. I'm gonna, like, I'm not going to change the radio station kind of thing. Yeah. But my huh. thing with it is I have that same problem with a lot of JYP artists. Mm. Like, either their songs are really good or I'm just like, eh. Because I have the same thing with Got7. I either really love the songs or I'm just like, whatever. And I have the same thing with Twice. Like, I either really love the songs or I'm just like, eh. One of the big things with 2PM is that they have a really extensive track list because they've got, I think, 11 full studio albums. Half of them are in Japanese, too, because they're super yeah. big in Japan. But, like, there's there's a lot of content yeah. for, like, 2PM. Even, like, just in terms of, like, Spotify doesn't even have everything that they have out. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what also kind of makes it great about 2pm because there are some I definitely fall into like if it's more R&B based I chances are I'm gonna love it but some of their songs kind of get into a little bit more popular area and I don't like it and I think I also tend to like more the stuff that they write personally themselves Mm -hmm. like I'll find that I really like a song and then I'll be like oh this person wrote this song because they do write a lot of their stuff, mm. especially for the last uh, Gentleman's Game. They wrote a bunch of the songs mm. themselves. Which is nice, because since they've been around so long, they, they have sort of more of a, a pull to be like, no, we want to write yeah. this ourselves. And they're like directors at JYP, mm-hmm. too. Oh, well, they've been there forever, so. Yeah. They're, yeah, they debuted in 2008, so they've been around forever. Forever yeah. K-pop language. That's <laughs> around. So what generation does that put them in? Is that first generation K-pop? No. The way they second. talk about these days? Second. second. So are we in the third now? 
I think we're like getting into the fourth right now. Yeah, I would say probably fourth. Yeah. I need a chart. We tell you you need to get on that. Make a chart. I'll make a chart. I'll make a chart. And then put it on a t-shirt. There you go. That's what I do. That's what I do. I just make a thing and I put it on a shirt. That's how I get through my life. I was gonna ask Jesse, like, so the songs that they write themselves now, do they tend to be of a certain genre? Like, do they tend to be R and B now? Yeah, a little bit more R and B, but like also a little bit more club. But they do tend to be a little bit more R and B until they get into their solo stuff, because they also all do solo stuff too. And that's when you really start to hear like drastic differences. And most of their solo stuff is written by them. So then you can really tell. Like, I think Jun K is the only one who kind of really gets back into doing more on R&B but like June K I think is still like he's composed more like almost as many songs for JYP as JYP oh wow it's insane well then shouldn't the beginning of the song say June K I feel like one of the surely it wasn't a music video but maybe it was it was probably a variety show parody thing they were doing I just remember a clip of Someone was dressed up maybe as a girl. I don't even remember. But they had a picture of, like, it was JYP, like, in a wig or something. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I could remember what it was. Yeah, they're definitely in the era of doing parodies a lot. Oh, yeah, they do a lot of... I'm sorry, they're uh, SNL, Cinderella and the Four Nights parodies. Oh. Wow. It's wow. So <laughs> the thing is, it's a good parody of the drama. Like, it really is. I know, I know. I'm gonna have to look that one up. I haven't. Seen it's it. it's more so scandalous good. than the drama, but hey. Oh, it's extremely scandalous. It's very inappropriate. Uh, but it's great. But that's part but of you know. That's wow. That's the what girl makes that plays the main lead girl is she she on the nose with that. <laughs> yeah. The other guy in the background just like giving him death stares. The butler type guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful do recommend pretty much all the variety show and like parody stuff is always enjoyable yeah. uh, i was just re-watching today it was an older running man episode where uh all of the members of running man like the original members of running man paired up with two members of different bands and then they had to come out and like do like a little mini performance uh-huh. and sook jin <laughs> Chansung and Juno, and they're doing yeah. like, you know, this like, you know, like, because they always do like these like powerful dances, but it's just like, you know, 50 year old <laughs> weeks of gin, like just barely keeping up. Everyone's losing it. Yeah. Oh my God, it was so good. Oof. Yeah, and they've been in a lot of stuff, like a lot yeah. of variety of stuff. You can find them a lot because they've been on Running Man probably about three or four times now. Like even more than that because the, like, sometimes they'll pop up and because you, if you watch Running Man, there are sometimes when they get like, random people on for just like five minutes and then they're done for the episode and you just randomly find them or whatever they do that a lot they'll have like a a game where they have to like call someone and like get them to agree to basically con them into appearing on the show (laughs) Uh, and then they'll have like just like individual members on every Mm -hmm. once in a while and that's always fun yeah, my favorite Running Man is definitely because I'm also a Two Anyone fan. That they're the Two PM Two Anyone Running Man, it's so good. It's yeah. just great. 
just especially because they're the those groups are pretty close like friendship wise too so like they play off of each other really nice it's just really a lot of fun especially because the like the just like the difference between it's like 2 p.m versus the little girls of 281 and you're like no dara had no chance against chansung like ripping off her (laughs) her name yeah is is that the one where they're on the seesaws no um that's uh because i didn't think it applies to anyone no, it's it's she's an actress that I can't think of her name. But like, yeah, they 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 have this like seesaw game and they're supposed to like tear off the the name tags. Um, but like, was it Junho that did it? No, it was Chansung that did it. <laughs> they they rip it off. <laughs> like, but like, it's Velcro and it's just like sewn onto these shirts. And, and shirt. so it just rips the other yeah. side of the velcro and along with the shirt it's just like this yeah. poor actress and she's like just got her shirt just like just so immediately open. immediately all the guys of 2 p.m attack chan song and start kicking him on the ground <laughs> yeah. beating him up doing that and, like, someone like takes off his shirt and gives it to her and they're like justice squad and they're like beating him again up. she does it she goes around to like try to take off all the name tags and then she rips off someone else's and I think it was like Nikun's like she rips his and she rips off the shirt and she doesn't realize it until afterwards <laughs> it's crazy running man Sung ends up with his entire front showing it was all a good time <laughs> that feels like it's like done on purpose you know what I mean like it was, it was also a trick, but they like they were like, you know, I mean, some of these guys were just gonna make their shirts a little like because they were not also as strong like, as others. Yeah, a know, mud bath, essentially. Like that's a little, where they kind of weak. <laughs> you have to wind up shirtless in the end. It's probably thing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, don't don't worry about it. <laughs> I know that uh They've always been really athletic, and early on when they debuted and stuff, they were all about acrobatics, which is really interesting, because you don't see that. I mean, all K-pop groups that dance, they they have to have a huge amount of Mm -hmm. athleticism, but what they did was just really amazing, like all the acrobatic stuff. Yeah, when they first, um, right before they debuted, they're actually going to be like 11-person group. Uh, and then Jesus. they, I know. <laughs> well, then so then they split off. The seven went to two p.m. and then the four went to two a.m. And like that's what they originally like had been training for was to do like a lot of aer- uh, acrobatics. But I'm like pretty positive. I I couldn't like find the interview that I saw it on. But like early on, there was an accident or a near miss with Junho, and that's when they stopped doing it because it was oh. a pretty bad. Like it could have been a lot worse and that's when they were like you know what maybe we don't need to do this and then and kind then of, and then there was the arm wrestling incident yeah then they just you know so were they just randomly boys. arm wrestling like yeah they were just like, they were just arm wrestling for fun thing. it wasn't even um, like a variety so I, show or anything i don't know if any of you out there have ever noticed so you probably have because it's huge uh when takian appears in shows he has a huge scar on his arm and that's because during a friendly arm wrestling match with Juno, uh, they arm wrestled so passionately that it broke his arm and he needed major reconstructive surgery, including having metal pins inserted into his arm and was short-term gained <laughs> because of arm wrestling. <laughs> yep. 
arm arm wrestling. <laughs> on one hand, you'd feel terrible. On the other I'm hand, you'd feel like I am the strongest man alive. <laughs> Especially if this tachyon. I mean, would you yeah. really guess? Well, apparently it wasn't it wasn't because Junho was particularly strong. It was because Tachyon's muscles were so big that they swelled and broke the arm themselves. <laughs> so I wasn't supposed to laugh at that. Sorry. Yeah. So he was too beefy. He was too beefy <laughs> to arm wrestle. His muscles betrayed him. That's messed up. That is some yeah. messed up. That is, that's a problem. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's not supposed to. Yeah. So why is it that 2 p.m. are called beast idols? Because like, of there... stories like this. <laughs> yeah. like, imagine an entire band that's made up entirely of Minho from Shiny. But there's no key on the side being like, this is stupid. They're all passionate. And they're all crazy. That's why they're called Beast Eyes. Yeah, and it was also in an era where, like, you know, you had, like, groups like Double S501, which were, like, the pretty boys. Mm -hmm. You know, stereotypically pretty boy bands. And that's what was coming out of K-pop. Suddenly these beefy. Like, Beast, because they were, like, you know, more, like, muscular. They didn't do, like, a lot of, like super pretty dances they did like kind of a little bit more risque Powerful. songs yeah you know I that sort of thing party kind of like, songs they're the bad boys <laughs> like image in between like the pretty boy good guys essentially no wonder they're friends with big bang it all makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. and their their dance practices go just as impressively <laughs> what are your favorite songs do you have favorite songs one is my joke favorite song, which is Heartbeat, because it's okay. so bad, but I love it, because it's it, so bad. It's, that's, yeah, it's it's so bad, but there's something about it. It's something just like, you're like, you're like okay. Yes, there's, I do want to listen to your heartbeat. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep this. I won't skip it. <laughs> for me. <laughs> so, but I really, 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 really love my house, because it's saucy. It's a saucy little song. <laughs> and it does not high. I like songs like like this, like that, and pretty much all of Vix's discography that really do not hide. They're they're not hiding what they're about. They they know what they're about. And my house knows what it's about. <laughs> he, he's asking a girl to come have sex at his house. This is not <laughs> It's like a cause effect. Like, hey, they're gonna go have know. ramen. Also, the song is is very catchy. It is. Like, it, it, it is. It's a good one. Shuffle and the beginning starts. I'm like, didn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I've like, I haven't actually listened to anything today to like, you know, get my brain back in. But the mm -hmm. stuff that I've got listed from while I was listening was, um, Good Man and. Oh my goodness, I'm never going to say this word right. Midaramina or something? Midaratamina? That's the Japanese know. version of You Go tried, crazy. and therefore no one can criticize you. <laughs> 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 you Isn't really like the Japanese really version of Go Crazy? Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to. That's so weird. Yeah, because it, it like actually was pretty big in Japan, so it's like kind of its own. Mm. Oh, okay. It, 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 yeah, they released it as like a specific single, and it... It went big right. there. Yeah, I just have that one written down. And then um, 
please come back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Apparently, I like that one. I liked, um, in general, like, I like album um, number five. Yeah. I like the uh, Go Crazy Grand Edition. Because it felt a little bit more, um, like, rap heavy. Like, it was a little mm-hmm. bit more mm. of the, like, Taekyung and, and Chensung. And, like, there was just something a little different, a little edgy, like, harder. Yeah. About it. And we know how you feel about your rap line. <laughs> I know. Well, that was, I was like, huh, I wonder who the rappers are. And it was like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> of course. The guys that I already think that I like in this band are the rappers. Okay. Yep. That's Imagine that. Seems that. Seems right. what, what a shock. What a surprise. Guy, I still like Go Crazy, but yeah. maybe because, like, it reminds me of us. I don't know. Something like that. Our new, our new theme song. <laughs> I also like. Is it hands up? Yes. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. I like the club songs just because I mean they're I great do. at the gym and they're just super fun. Mm. I, I love their R&B stuff too, and there's pretty much all the solo songs of any of them. I'm like, wow. Like yeah, I, I'm always super solos. impressed. Whatever it is, as far as like what I would probably play on a daily basis at the gym or whatever. I'm. But I really do like the R&B stuff, too. Yeah. And I kind of agree. Pop-wise, I mean, again, I'd listen to it, but when it's... Yeah, if yeah. I'm going to pick a 2 p.m. song, I'm not going to pick, like, the... Hear this again song. Again and again. Yeah. <laughs> again and again. Again and again. Again and again. <laughs> no, okay, we get it. <laughs> uh, out of my favorite songs, I'm Sorry is probably one of my all-time mm. favorite songs, and that's on the Grown album. Uh, and it's definitely got more of an R&B vibe. I also really love Promise I'll Be, uh, especially like out of like their newer stuff, because that's the problem with 2PM. They're all like in the military or going yeah. into the military. So they're, they're, they're doing the super junior, like revolving members through the military <laughs> thing right now. But some of them who's some feel like someone's getting out soon. Tech is, I think. Yeah. And then Wu Young yeah. just went. Went in? No, never mind. I'm thinking of someone else. But Junho's going in this year. Junho and right? Chansung have to go in. Yeah. Yeah. But Nick Han won't have to go because no, he's not. He's not. No, no. and he also, and but he's he also like American and American. Right? It's like he's really. Yeah. yeah, he's dual citizen, and he's he didn't have to. He did the. Oh, okay. He did. You know how they did that lotto thing, and then he didn't get picked or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like right now just he had he released his solo album that he wrote mm-hmm. just recently and he's also in a chinese drama yeah, he's in right? a chinese drama and his sister is an actor in thailand we love her we, we love her. her we love her she's what's her name i'm gonna be real here it's like cherry or something like yeah. it's, it's it's a thai name <laughs> yeah like there's like the nicknames that they go by and then there's their their actual names which are like, like 20 names long yeah it's like a sentence so, it's <laughs> like there was like the joke where uh got seven was on idol room and they had to prove that they were got seven and so they asked bam bam <laughs> to say like Tell us your siblings' full names, and he didn't know them. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like he did not know his own siblings' names. He only knew their nicknames. So that 
That pretty much tells you all you need to know about <laughs> Thai naming conventions. Because well, they give them the full name, and then the parents give them their nickname. Yeah. As well, Shireen. Her name is Shireen. Yeah, and she's she was in you Prince, my one of my favorite you princes, the you Prince, uh, the geologist. <laughs> so cute. She's so adorable. <laughs> so cute. Everything she's about that that one is just so cute. So and she Shireen was a lot. Is her nickname? Her actual name is Nutchery. So. Yeah, and like Nick Kuhn is like Nick some extra things Kuhn. <laughs> she was so. also in Love by Chance, was she not? As Pond's girlfriend. The, she was like the girl in the she, she was the she was straight the one, the one straight couple. She was the girl part. <laughs> the straight <laughs> couple. Everyone else was gay. Well, Chansom was just in a little cameo in Touch Your Heart. John Ho has a New drama coming out soon, Confession. I think it's the end of March. That's pretty much it on people who are out of the, you know, military doing stuff. I'm sure we'll hear something about, like, Taken. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you seem to start hearing the rumors about three months or so before they're out. There's obviously conversations happening. Starting, because uh, if you don't know, like, he is not under JYP anymore for acting. He is mm-hmm. promised to do 2 p.m., which is feasible because not all the members of Double S 301 are under the same company and they've been able to yeah. throw up. So it's like possible. He mm-hmm. just, he signed on with um, Soji Subs company, whatever that's yeah. called. Okay. Um, but like today they just released, I guess the company is like setting up individual Japanese fan clubs for all of the actors and so his name was part of that and it just like released today and so people are like what's going on and we're like you knew he signed on to this new shocker his acting because like JYP like it's pretty like music heavy well like also like it's like they split it really like kind of cleanly so you're like JYP actors yeah JYP music and so like anytime Chan Sung's like in a, a drama it's him under acting and like so it's like they're only like it's almost like they have two separate contracts even within mm-hmm. the umbrella of JYP so I, th- I think it's fine I mean him doing acting stuff because Jun Ho and Chan Sung are going to go into the military soon by the end of the year they have to so then he's going to have that amount of time two mm-hmm. more years before 2 p.m. can do anything and they don't do and like even when they're out like they did a lot of concerts like they were pretty big yeah concerts but they weren't always doing stuff so I think it's gonna be fine so I just looked it up Tachyon finishes his military service on May 16th of this year so soon um and also a nice little quote from one of his superior officers Corporal Okakion gave up his American residency and set a great example as he received surgery for discs in his back, but accepted active duty despite the fact he had been approved for alternative service. He is currently faithfully continuing his military duties. Good guy, Tate. He participated in the Olympics (laughs) as as military. And he also had to do heartbeat in his, like, in his, like, attire. Like, he literally was, like, you know, in the (laughs) military attire, and he's, like, heartbeat, and you could tell he was just breaking. (laughs) I couldn't take it. Poor guy. So what about Junkei and 
Wu Young, like, military-wise, isn't Jun Kei still in? When did he go in? I feel like he went in. Wu Young was, a lo- like, the last of people to go in, so I feel like he was, like, more of the middle of last mm-hmm. year. So after Tech, Jun Kei will be the next one to come out. But I still mm-hmm. think it's, like, it might be next year, like, beginning of next year, but I don't know off the top of my head. Yes, he, he joined the military on May 8th of last year, so he'll be out next year. Apparently he's doing great too. They only have good things to say about these 2PM members in the military. <laughs> no. Good job, 2PM. Good for them. Good for yeah. them. Well, it's not like they would go and not be able to do the physical labor part. Yeah, I know. They're all they're all pretty buff. So. They're going to come out and they're going to look even better. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw pictures just today. It was Tachyon and they're like, he's all beefed up. I'm like, yeah, as if yeah, he, he was wasn't all before. beefed up. <laughs> He was already at this level going in. (laughs) And then Wu Young enlisted in July of last year, so he will also be out next year. There's no fun little things about him in the military, so I guess he just hasn't distinguished himself as much. He's really quiet. (laughs) He's just, you know, he's he's, he's he's a different personality. You know, you don't always have to be, like, the top. He's he's getting through it. He's doing his... Be great. doing his legal obligations yeah. what more can you want from him like just let him live his peaceful life yeah. in the military exactly <laughs> and let us enjoy their bodies when they return yes Hoo-yah! we will they will come back uh, yeah. like like the fucking hulk <laughs> you know because they were already get, like tachyon i think we're gonna have to worry about him breaking an arm again that yeah, I know. <laughs> muscles are just gonna like break all the bones in his body all at once. In other K-pop news, we have a few things to talk about. Oh uh, yeah, there's season of Produce 101, and I think out. it's called Produce X 101 this time. They always kind of it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> One okay, I'm well known for hating music survival shows anyway because. I think that they're mean spirited and yeah, they stress they me out. Stress me out to watch. And Some I feel like they're them, yeah, and I feel like they're deceptively edited to make people seem like assholes when they're probably not. Yeah. However, that's not my problem with this show. My problem <laughs> is the they win a five year contract. That seems like uh, they win slave labor to me. Yeah. Just five years <laughs> is ridiculous. Like. That's- like Two years, I would be like, okay, yeah, sure. Five years? So, like, IOI was one year, and mm-hmm. they figured out that they were a big moneymaker. And so then 101 was a year and a half, mm-hmm. and they were a huge moneymaker. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, five years. Well, five well, is too was many. a big skip. Five, five is well, too I, many. No, I think five years is for the next one, but the one that's right now or something was two and a half. Or that's what, because I think that was what I read. It was like, it was one year, one and a half, two and a half. There was a two and a half one. Five. five. And then yeah. they're, but they're mm-hmm. saying five for the next one or something. And it's like, yeah, no, that's no. a whole lot of bullshit right there. Well, because like, what I'm wondering too is you do that five years and, um, and then you got to go back to your old one and then fulfill the rest of your contract with yeah, your regular. Yeah, so you're business. like. You're like under. Have you paid off any of the stuff? No, like you're you're just forever. What was it like? An Asian Asian junkie was like, uh, yeah. So like the next episode, the next season, it's gonna be a twenty year contract, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, oh my god. Because also, if you if you don't know these music like competitions, like people from 
existing groups will go onto these shows. Yeah. So like you'll have, you know, half the members go onto these shows, and sometimes they go big because like there was a couple of New East guys in 101, right? Mm-hmm. Like one, or at least yeah, one. So like you don't have that person to promote with you, but then yeah. they come back after five years. Like <laughs> they get they get picked. Like yeah. I feel like now, that's just gonna no. also. Unless their aim is to try to stop getting, like, existing members. Maybe that's their, like, try to pull. But I could also see them. The only way that I could see this working is if that it's not trainees that exist in other companies. That it's, like, it's only open to people who aren't currently. Because otherwise, that's not not a good deal for anyone. Or that it's the trainees that they don't actually expect they will ever take. Yeah. You know, they've reached a point where they're like, these guys are just not working and they're about to age out of our program. Yeah. Like, we're just going to send them and hope for the best. Like, they're on the end of their contract. What they should be doing, especially if they're going to do a five-year contract, it shouldn't be pulling from people who have already debuted. Like, I feel like it should be people who don't have a chance to be on stage. Between that and I do think that there are a handful that also they kind of go from competition show to competition show and they usually do kind of well, but maybe they don't get quite catch the eye of an entertainment company yeah, in the meantime. Uh-huh. Exactly. Or it's like, you know, there's, there's, I'm sure this exists like hundred percent. It does where there's, you know, trainees who are really good, but it's just, there's no, like, there's no group that they can, you know, their company they doesn't, get they, yeah, their company doesn't want them to put them out as a soloist because that's risky money. And there's no group that like they fit in, but they're still mm-hmm. really good. So this is a good opportunity for people like that. However, five year contract is too long. And yeah, that's, and, a, like, that's and the almost a normal is, standard one, like once no, a group but like, debuts. But what the difference is, it's like they can't negotiate the terms of this contract. Yeah. When you go in under like an individual contract, you get the opportunity to have like your lawyer look at it or you to look at it and to negotiate terms if you don't agree with it. But this is a set like show contract. Mm-hmm. So you can't negotiate for, you know, favorable terms or anything. Everyone has to like, there's no advocacy around it. Like you're yeah. stuck with whatever they decide. And that's not great from a legal standpoint for these people so it's just it's not great like especially because I mean like this is a like a bad thing about k-pop it's just like Mm. these kids children are getting sucked into them these contracts and like they don't know and then also like it's such a weird area that like even their parents aren't going to know because it's it's entertainment contracts it's not like You know, it's not like, like a, everyone's a an lease for an apartment or something. And, where they're, and they're, I no. and I I doubt that many of these people can afford to have a lawyer yeah. look at this. Young people are getting fleeced up and end up in YG's dungeon. I mean, I think it'll probably work out fine because, like, if you look at 101, and if you don't pay attention to the guys that actually had other groups that they had to return to, they ended up just debuting like soloists and whatever yeah but but you could tell as a group they kind of wanted to stay together and i'm pretty sure the moneymaker like it was such a moneymaker mm. and the group worked so well that i think that's probably what convinced them oh next time we're just gonna go yeah, crazy. yeah. i think it's a, they're like oh this worked and yet we we were bad in that we didn't have an actual contract that could work out and benefit for us so we're gonna like try it with another but like also it's like 101 imperatively to the girl group outs 
like far out, but yeah. mm-hmm. past them, chances are you're not going to have like a, like a five year continuous love for this one group. No, so there'll be that excitement for them as soon as they come out, just like a lot of debuting K-pop per- people are because like the kids who are watching these K-pop mm-hmm. idols realize if I go with like someone who's debuting, I can say that I was with them from the beginning, but if they're not yeah. like going to be at a level that's sustaining, they're just going to drop off. And then like what, two years into their contract, just hosting the other like seasons yeah. of this show. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And that's five years of they get out and then they're considered too old to do anything else. At, well, at, well, at, the, at, at the ripe old age of 24, <laughs> yeah. they're now too old. all coming from different companies it's not even like okay now this is done and well like we three made a really strong unit and we should form our own group like you're all from different companies and you have to go back to your regular contract and you can't necessarily meld with the people that you meld with and like form an actual group yeah especially after five years five years yeah like I mean, even with one-on-one, like, it only being a year and a half, but these guys are all doing their own, like, you know, their own thing or going back to the groups that they came from. But you could perceive that there might have been, like, a group of two or three or four guys Mm -hmm. who were like, listen, we should capitalize on this. We should form our own group and go out there together, but they can't because they're all from different agencies. Yeah, legally speaking, they're not allowed to at the moment, which is stupid. It's just... Very short-sighted. I mean, it would be different if in order to compete in the contract, it was like, you don't, you have an out from your old contract and we will take care of you. Mm -hmm. And this is what will happen. Like that would make more sense. Yeah, but it's also. Buy out contract or whatever from the company. Yeah. 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 But it's also weird because it's not like you're even with like sucky contracts, like YG, like you still have a backing of an actual, like, production company like yeah and then it's just this weird thing essentially i'm gonna, like, I'm just... gonna be honest i looked i looked into like the pricing structure like of how much uh artists get at each one the out of like the biggest companies jyp is the best to his artists <laughs> they get they get the biggest percentage of the goods uh sm pittance pittance oh brutal that sounds like the worst just think about how many members of NCT there are. They're making like ten cents, guys. No, they're they're in the negatives right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's actually criminal. I, I I to be honest, like I I understand why entertainment companies are important. However, it feels very parasitic to me because all of these you know board members are basically making their money off of the talent of children who mm-hmm. do not get compensated for very well for their own mm-hmm. yeah, until they're much until they're much older yeah but like this is not like a korea specific thing oh yeah absolutely this yeah. is you know the music industry worldwide runs like mm-hmm. this which is why indie music is such a big thing these days because you know artists don't want a company to own their art speaking of worldwide music another uh fun little racisty tidbit uh happened out of america fun uh, isn't not fun at all and no not yeah. not fun not fun more uh fun for us to make memes about less fun less for fun. us to realize the 
underbelly of racism that continues to exist amongst us all. Uh, Lay, NCT127, and Jason Derulo, very odd mix, but okay, the song is catchy. Put out a song together. And I can't in say that I, to Michael Jackson just to add to that Jackson. mix, shall we? Yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, very catchy song, very fun. Anyway, so they were playing the song at a you know morning radio show, and nationwide, I believe. Na- uh, nationwide, yeah. Radio show where they said it was Jason Derulo's new song. No mention of the other artists, despite the fact that it's not featuring the other artists. They're literally all. Yeah, it's like, it's in the title. Like you just literally, it's literally in the title. It's like they put it in alphabetical order. Like it's in the title. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jason Derulo's new song, which featured some random Asian men dancing, dancing, and then when people were like, "What the fuck are you talking about, random Asian men?" Like Lei Zhang is one of literally the biggest artists in the world. Yeah, and then they were. <laughs> They were like, oh, like our research department like failed us this time, zoinks. But I'm like, <laughs> but like the But the, they were watching like, the video. Like they were watching title. the video that says underneath it, like yeah. on YouTube, and, like and, says and then, all the and words. Then, then they tried to pull off a well, like, you know, they don't have the name recognition of like Jason. Mainstream people Trump. don't know them. Mainstream people don't know them. And then so people were like, the fuck you talking about? <laughs> like they're, they're, like I'm sorry, like they're both of their fan bases are way bigger than Jason Derulo's fan bases. Yeah, that's the thing. You can literally just like if you just Google. search, just yeah. Google Instagram. <laughs> You have Lei, who has almost 10 million followers, and Jason yeah. Derulo has, like, 4 million. So, and then yeah. also, like, exactly. the people in their apology, they're like, we hope that they're going to be as big as, like, Ari and Taylor I mean, and blah, like, blah, blah. And I'm like, they're bigger. <laughs> but also, I bet you if you talk to Ariana Grande right now, she'd know who they are. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Mostly because she had her own little run-in with the Chinese artist, but we won't get into that. But it's also a greater, bigger thing because, like, yeah. okay, fine, they didn't say the names and they were just like, you know, these random people. But they didn't just say, and these random artists we don't know. They specifically said yeah, these random, random Asian men. men. Like, like, it matters. Well, also, the other thing. at first we thought it was BTS and then we were like, oh, no, it's not them. And we were disappointed or something. Yeah, and so it's like, here's, here's my problem with it. On on one hand, there's a lot of people out there who would say, like, oh, this doesn't really matter. However, things like this actually do really matter. And not in the sense of, oh, they didn't know who this artist was. You're allowed not knowing who an artist is. Not the when you're on that, a radio show. Yeah, Sorry. Like, in general, you're allowed, if you don't know, you're allowed not to know. Just But if you're, mm-hmm. if you're broadcasting about it, you should probably yeah. do, do your job. But <laughs> the fact that somehow, because they don't have a, as big of a North American following, there's this assumption that they somehow are unimportant or yeah. not relevant. Um, the world is not the United States of America. It's not. And I know. I know. This is amazing. I have like a sort Wait of a minute. about like Canadian. Okay. So Canada, for anyone listening who's not aware, Canada and the U.S., are right next to each other. They share a border, okay? <laughs> and in Canada, we are inundated with American everything. 
I'm not like into it, but like we are, like it's everywhere. American artists and whatnot. And I want to talk about one of the biggest bands in Canada, which sadly doesn't exist anymore because the lead singer died. They were called the Tragically Hip. Literally, biggest. If you go across Canada and the Tragically Hip are playing, sold out stadium, hundreds of thousands their, of people. Their final concert was basically a holiday. Everyone broadcast it for free across the entire country. Like the yeah. last concert he did because he had brain cancer. So he was, he knew he was gonna go. When they crossed the border. So 10, like, you know, 20,000 attendees per concert, etc. When they crossed the border from just, just the next country over, they could barely book bars to play in. So that Very is how list. much America does not pay attention to any other country, even the one right. Which you're just right above us. <laughs> I don't think it's. They're pointing right now. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> I don't think it's a matter of not paying attention. I think it is very purposeful. So no, like this, it is very purposeful. This there, particular instance, mm-hmm. I think it's okay. Their apology or whatever, and their follow-up apology that was very much the non-mainstream people don't know them. Okay, you're a huge radio show, and you decided to not talk about these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonder you why mainstream decided, people don't yeah, know about them. You decided them. they weren't important. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, yeah. like. It's a it's a cyclical thing. If you yeah. keep not like, talking like about these last year, he's known in a, like icons playing at South by Southwest this year. Blackpink like, is Blackpink is at going to Coachella. Coachella, and and the only thing you can say is, oh, we thought they were BTS. But it's also like exactly like they're being like, well, but I have a black friend. Yes, like, it is. Oh, so, I know. But, BTS. Like I'm not like racist, but like you still used those specific words to to describe yeah. the person and then you still didn't understand why people were upset and why what you did was wrong you just focused in on that like oh yeah of course they are bigger like but like also you said a racist thing and never once did they actually address that no. actually specific part right. of it but also it's Even like the bigger thing that out. also they're bigger and just because they don't speak English, yes. they're not worthy of your time and not worthy of you learning their like name. In the song, it was all English too. So as far yeah, as that excuse, that's yeah, BS. Like his name is Lay. That's an English word in three letters. It's real easy to learn. <laughs> like I'm just, you know, it's like a stupid easy thing to Google, and it's not like it was in the title of the video. Yeah, and it's also <laughs> not like lazy. that's not part of their thing. Like. The, those morning hosts, like most of them, go in early in the morning and do their own research. It it's just Blame like you figuring else. out like a random video, like or, like you don't have to be savvy at Google to figure out who these people are and their like actual like. They're like no one in America has heard of NCT. It's like they were on Jimmy Fallon. Like well, that, that's ago. why like I really don't think it's ignorance, and I don't even think it's laziness. No, I feel like I every aspect of it was very calculated. Yeah, and they it's thought mean. they were being funny. Like yeah. that's yeah. the reality. They knew who they were. They didn't care, and they yeah. thought it was funny to say random Asian dudes instead of reading the words on the screen that they were looking at right then. Because no, it pandered to like to a strange xenophobic, uh, like exceptionalism that America has. And I'm gonna say, like, 
my mom's American. She'd agree with me on this one. Like, no, I agree. America line agrees with you. Yeah. America (laughs) is very insular with everything they do, which leads to this sort of bizarre concept that since they export, but don't import, they think what they're exporting is the best all the time. And the only thing worthwhile. So they export all their media but there's there's it's very it's much more difficult before the especially before the advent of like streaming services like you know Netflix, Viki and all that there was no input for other cultures to like input their own media so it's slowly changing because of the internet yay the internet other cultures have to accept what america gives them but america refuses to exchange back there's only it's like the one way push because American culture is the greatest. America is the greatest country in the world. So this leads to, you know, people like us who enjoy K-pop or J-pop or Chinese cinema or whatever, Thai shows. We're seen as weirdos in American culture. Somehow these outliers, despite the fact that there's hundreds of thousands of us because the mainstream hasn't picked up on the stuff. And yet it's all about just the human experience. I mean, be it dramas yeah. or be it music. Yeah. Exactly. It, it doesn't matter what language it's in. It's all the I, same it's, thing. It's not weird to like listen to another person's language. Like that's no. not no. A, a concept like that we should even be discussing. Like no, <laughs> nothing that is negative. Like there's, there's no. nothing to be lost from learning about other cultures than your own. There's only more to be gained and more to learn this is this has been <laughs> Professor Natalia's questions <laughs> on why you should learn about other cultures. You know how we were just talking about how when you get randomly really serious and then you flip back to. Me. I know, I know, I did it again, <laughs> I did it again. But, uh, no, like you know, for for everyone, you know, I I feel like we're sort of talking to a a closed audience at this point because the people who are going to listen to our podcast probably agree with us on all these things because why would you? Listen, listen to a K-pop to podcast, podcast. And K-pop and K-dramas don't like one unless you're researching it for some reason or two if you're already listening like, for some reason like welcome crazy. we like the hate listens it helps we'll still count the views <laughs> or the listens I don't know why you listened this far in this episode but go you I, like maybe you don't hate us actually <laughs> we like Hopefully we're changing hearts and minds like with with our aunties if we have I don't think we're popular enough. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, maybe one day we will have haters and they'll come back and listen to this to look for ammunition to like get us. And they will just hear this rather insightful conversation that we had about the global exchange of ideas and cultures and how it only enriches us all. And it is true what Sky said, like the more that you expand your knowledge of other cultures even through their media um the more you realize that there's really not that much of a difference between people no matter where you are there Everyone, might be different cultural signifiers but once you learn those me, learn a little bit of those same. it's all the same thing yeah. yeah we all want the same things at the end of the day and that's why when when i'm not going to go back all into the radio show guy but we can't keep being okay with mainstream announcers or whoever continually beating down mm. other culture music or other yeah. artists that have huge followings. Even if they don't have keep ignoring followings. them, that's not it's, acceptable. Like it's 
it's not even like the fact that he's, you know, Lay is so popular and that that's not the problem. The problem is like the fact that it was deemed because he's not American, we can yeah. totally disregard yeah. everything about them. He's Har- not worthy Har- to know or like to even not, acknowledge. Or if he's not American and he's not the one K-pop group that America has decided are their darlings, aka BTS. And I got no problem with BTS. That's I, a, I don't want to get into a opening back. doors rather yeah. than just rather yeah. than being used as a way to close them. Right. Mm-hmm. BTS oh. is not the one exception. What? No. Why? What? No, they're like, not. They're not except. They're they're a great band, but they are not exceptional in any way compared to most other K-pop groups. And they're also only one band. They can't physically be- can't be the only thing. Like. Yeah. It's not, it's not it's not genres but it's not it's like fulfilling them as well like it's yeah. just you, it's, it's not a good way place too much for them. pressure on them yeah like, yeah be, and, and you know this it's, you like, this lead back the ambassadors of your craft to the world it's no. not a bad thing to be no. k-pop no not at all and so but the, the sort of this concept that exists that you know because we have to sort of divorce it from its non-american roots to make it acceptable for American. American. Mm-hmm. And so by saying like, oh, it's not K-pop, it's just good music. Well, it's like, well, tons of K-pop's good music. Like, for you. <laughs> K-pop like, is not a bad word. Well, that's, I was laughing today. Was it today that I, I uh, saw that uh, post and it had a bunch of um, interviews or, or moments from like variety shows with yeah. uh what's young one where Wan? every time they ask him what's the what genre what's is the your genre? Genre? He's and like, he's K-pop. like K-pop? <laughs> K-pop. And they're like and they're yeah, like, it's it's not a genre. genre. <laughs> K-pop. We think K-pop. K-pop. It's K-pop. 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 Like, okay. K-pop. <laughs> he's like, I'm I'm not playing your game. This is just it's K-pop. That's what it is. <laughs> what we do. So to segue really not smoothly, uh, Natalia's shop has been hopping I'll recently. I'll segue. I'll segue. Okay. Speaking of K-pop in North America, <laughs> uh, this uh, this podcast is technically sponsored by us, but by me. Yay! And my shop. So for all of you who just listened to me and don't follow me on Twitter, I uh, I I am I am a T-shirt designer. Essentially, I design K-pop t-shirts. Not uh, just t-shirts. Oh, there's sweatshirts. There's and not just K-pop. K-drama as well. K-pop. There's dramas. Uh, there's probably going to be some, some... There's one reference to boys love, just one, but there's probably more coming. I see you out there, people who agree with me on this. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff. It's good fun. Um, we also have our official store is on the same store. As my store, so the certified <laughs> Nuna, we've, got, we've got some certified Nuna specific things right. in there. Uh, some merch, if you like our stuff, uh, it helps keep us in microphones and that sort of thing. And with all the concerts, all the like five billion K-pop that concerts that have been announced, you're gonna need shirts. And yeah. she's turning out at an astonishing oh rate. It is, and like. And ridiculously everything great. Shirts, like, they're really like on point designs. They're not. We know like, that you've been to Hot Topic and you've seen they're not garbage seen. that's on Hot Topic. This is you've not seen. that. This, this is, is good stuff. This even is alternately, even if you look at official merch for a lot of these groups, 
there's really not much to be had. Like, they're not really that fun of shirts. They're pretty plain and they're expensive and they're hard I to get your to, mitts on. I try to make it fun. I think they're very reasonably priced. If you, if I do say so myself, even yeah. I set the prices. So <laughs> I think they're pretty reasonable. And I'm literally, I think, okay, last week I added nine new designs. This week I've added like seven new designs. So there's, Literally today, I put four new designs in one day. In one day, I'm working myself to the bone. Not really. there before. Go check it out again, because there's probably something new. Oh, there's yeah, new there's a ton of stuff. The mm-hmm. There's new stuff all the time. Uh, also, if there's something that you've always wanted, but just your little heart, just it cannot be fulfilled. Like, there's no shirts of your bias. Not, just send me a or, message, man. Or a meme. Just, uh, yeah, you want a meme on a shirt? I'll draw you a meme on a shirt. <laughs> I, I, I'm literally the biggest sellout on the face of the planet. So if there's something <laughs> that you want to buy, just tell me and I will make it happen for you. Uh, so just, you know, yeah. The Soju Nights K-Pop Emporium, which is the name of my shop. We welcome you over, over there on Threadless. So. And I personally have stuff from the store mm-hmm. and have more stuff coming because mm-hmm. there is a specific... Chansung design that Natalia that came out made for me. Yes. So if you're like listening to this because of 2 p.m., you know, might want to check it out. Or if you're going to an Astro concert, there's some t-shirt designs that are really great that would be really great at the concert. ATs. There's a great Flower Boy series that she's doing that's like like pretty boys. Uh, Also, just tonight as we recorded this. I put up, I know, I know, it sounds like I rag on BTS. I don't. I actually really like BTS. I just put up, and to prove, to prove this, I just put up a fun J-Hope design. So, J-Hope! J-Hope! So, listen, I know the memes. I see you. I see you out there. So, yeah, that's our little ad. On a sort of separate note, I've been reading a book. I was, um, I won a contest from another podcast. And one of the girls from um, Dramas with a Side of Kimchi is a writer. And she's written a series of books about, like, Korean romance. I can't remember what the name of the, the series is called. But I've been reading one right now that um, is adorable. It's called Reality Show Romance. The author is Shannon Kent. And it's, like... It's a K-pop story. So, like, Mm -hmm. the girl, like, has an accident at an airport and trips and falls on her bias. And it, like, (laughs) and so everybody on the internet rips her to shreds for Mm -hmm. being, like, assassin and, and, like, you know, attacking him. And then they decide to do a reality series called I Married My Stalker. (laughs) And she gets picked to be his stalker. So it's basically kind of like a CN Blue sort of, like a, a four a four boy actual band like they play instruments and the whole thing and they each have one stalker fan who marries them and they do like a whole thing and it's ridiculous it's ridiculous but it's so cute and if you've ever watched a k-drama you'll totally get all the little bits and the stuff and I mean it's freakishly obvious like from the very start who she's going to have a romance with and all that, you know, but it's very cute. So if you're looking for something fun to read, I, I recommend it. It's, 
it's just cute. It's available for like download on like Kindle and Nook and all those things. So yeah, it's, it's very, it's the melding of all my favorite things. It's a book and it's K-pop and it's kind of like a little K-drama. So yeah, I'm quite enjoying it. Very cool. Well, it's that time again. It has been another incredibly fun to record episode of the Certified Nunas. We're found wherever you're listening to this, but also on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. Uh, we are all on Twitter. You can find us at, at Certified Nunas, and we have all our individuals, and we love chatting K-pop and K-dramas, so come and hunt us down. But, like, on the internet, not... <laughs> <laughs> really. don't take this stalker thing too seriously we're really not as interesting as we sound uh, anyway we hope you have a great week and enjoy all the comebacks coming next month and ciao bye bye, bye.